Dog T, no shade. Uh, Tony L and J. What type of tea they serving? Is it lifted? Probably the type that Kermit be sipping. Take your mouth and start to click it. This dope trio delivering something with subjects that's busting. Uh, make you want to join a discussion. Real people, real topics with a little bit of gossip. Out in the bay, ripping 8 1 trade. Uh, it's all T, no shade. All T, no shade. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. What up? That's right. Welcome to All Team No Shade, where we are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. All right, so pull up a seat. Let's start the sip sesh, y'all. All right, let's get it. So how's your week's been? My week has been, hasn't been too bad, actually. Um, been pretty good. Um, I am a little frustrated with our government right now, you know, with the government shutdown. Right. Um, I would not recommend flying right now. Which is crazy, because I'm flying in a few weeks, so I'm like, oh, Lord. Uh. So this is the longest shutdown in U.S. history so far, 23 days and counting. Mm. So how, how much longer do you think it's going to go? I don't know, because I feel like nobody's backing down. So The I'm Democrats shouldn't back down, though. I, no, I agree. But I feel like, I mean, Trump. Oh, gosh. He, he, he's not reasonable. So who knows? This week. They're going to put a stop to it this week. All right, you heard, right. It, you heard it first. Say it. The premonition. The premonition. It's hopeful because uh, we have a lot of people right now who are missing out on their incomes. Yes, I they agree are. with that. <clears throat> Let's so. put that good energy out in the air. It's going to come to an end this week. Uh, I don't know about these TSA agents who are actually still going to work, even though they're not getting paid. Yeah, I know. I'll be so upset. It's affecting so many lives right now with this. It is. Can you imagine working and not getting a check? Mm. Hell no. Hell to the no. <laughs> Hell, how was your week? Week's been pretty good. Same old, same old. What about you, TJ? Same old, same good. Old. Uh, started some new things this week for myself. Just uh, getting up each morning more so around about five. Wait, you weren't getting up at all prior? <laughs> <laughs> getting up a little bit earlier now, uh, around about five o'clock. A little bit morning meditation with my coffee. Just take some time in the morning just to get a good feel for the day and start my day feeling good. What y'all sipping on, though? Mm. What I we sipping on this this week I for all tea, no shade? My usual, some good coffee and some Baileys added to it. Yeah. Same. Y'all put some Baileys in there. Y'all give me no Baileys. Hey. Well, you know what? When you, you show know. up late. When we show up late. <laughs> <laughs> when you Said show up late, you don't get no Baileys. Said it. That's all good. Sip, sip. Sippers, what are y'all <laughs> sipping on? Let us know what you're sipping on as you listen to this awesome episode of our one-year anniversary episode, too. Mm. Is it? No, it's not. Kind of, sort of. Mm-mm. Is it? Jane, well, we were supposed to do it January 1st. Uh, <laughs> about that, y'all. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, yeah. All right. What's next? All right. Let's go ahead and get into our Who Am I. Who am I? What's the score to Who Am I? I I'm, I'm winning, right? Yes. You want to know. It's one and know. We started. Um, there ain't no one and know. We, didn't we start it anew? We started anew. Right. We, and did, I we did one. I, we did three. We did. We had one with a guest, and the guest won. Okay, and then I won two. No, I won one. That okay, so good. one and oh. You won. You won it's one. I won two, two and oh. Yeah. It's two and oh. Uh, Let's uh, go. Because uh, last, last time I, I, I got it so quick, you didn't have a chance to score. Remember? Oh. <laughs> All right. What we got, y'all? All right. So this gentleman is currently 62 from Cleveland, Ohio. Hmm. He is hilarious. He has one child. He had his own TV show at one point. It did very well. Mm. Um, he's been on Soul Train. He's been on 62? several movies. And one of them is an absolute classic. 62 with no... Ch- well, one child. Um, 62, one child. Comedian? Not Eddie Murphy. He had a ton of children. I know, child. Yeah. Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy. What is that Bible quote? To, like, sow your seed and then spread it wide. I don't he know. He's spreading them. Ooh. I'm sure that's not a Bible quote. Black? I just got shamed is myself. He, is he black or white? He's black. Black guy, 62, Cleveland, Ohio. He's some of the movies he's been. He's been in The Proud Family, mm. Blank Man, Harlem Nights. Oh my gosh. The brother. Ooh, the Wayne Wayne Mar- brother. No, uh, I just like gave y'all a bomb. <laughs> just um, saying. 62. Let's see. He's Not been Damon, on Soul no. Train. He's been on the Real Ghostbusters, the TV show. Wow. He's been on Living Single. Living Single. Mm. 
He's uh, been on the Jay Leno show. Oh, ooh, ooh, your chance, ooh, DJ. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I know, I'm, I'm at a loss with that. I know, isn't I can picture his face. <sighs> he was a guest star on The Real Husbands of Hollywood. I guess that's not really that helpful. He had his own TV show, and it was it aired in the '90s. So this is right up y'all old ass alley. Wow, Ooh, aired in the '90s. I'm I accept all of this. And it was literally like the number one show. I I remember this, well, and I was you know just a little wee bit thing. Wow. Uh, Bill Cosby. No. Oh. <laughs> he old as hell. He is older than 62. Well, way past 62. Um, um, in the '90s. Okay, so Family Matters guy. Yes, he was in Harlem Nights, and he was in another classic with Eddie Murphy. Alcina Hall. Yes. Yes. Is he 62? I damn near had to feed y'all this. Damn, I had to literally baby feed y'all this. Is he 62? Yeah, he's 62. Wow, I didn't know he was Seth. I didn't think him. I thought he was that old right there. Damn. Wow. Hey, P. So I don't know if you got. No, good one. Oh, good here one. we no, go. I didn't, no, you, got, you know what? I'm going to be a humble winner this week. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to be a humble winner because I literally almost, I like, I've been begging you guys to get no, it. Did you, did you think he was 62? Did you know he was that he, age? He looks good for his age. I didn't think he was I 62. I thought he was still in his 50s. I didn't. Um, I forgot. We said Harlem Nights. I was like, Harlem Nights. But he always had small roles, right. right? He didn't have major roles. So well, the reason why I'm mentioning um, Arsenio Hall is, I don't know if you guys know, but Coming to America 2 yes, is actually a thing. Yes, and yes. so... I'm worried, though. They said it's all been approved. The original cast is, like, coming back, so that's exciting. I know. I'm just so... It's, we, my thing is, we have such a classic movie, like Coming to America... Will they mess it up? Like, so much high expectations, right? I think it's going to do well. I hope so. I think it's going to do well. I hope so. I mean, plus, you know, they had Bad Boys. Was it Bad Boys 3 coming out also? Mm -hmm. So that has high high expectations as well. I mean, I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but I feel like for black movies, the sequels aren't that bad. Like, you know, like even, um, what's it? Why did I get married? I mean, first of all, they're all bad because they're Tyler Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Not all of his movies have been bad. They're all trash. I like Tyler Perry. But I still love it. I mean, it's, it's, you, you know what you're getting. You're getting Tyler Perry trash, which is his own level of goodness. Yeah. Right. And so, but like, I thought the sequels were just as tacky, but you know, not that bad. I feel like black films are known like the best man and Fridays Fridays, and like we're known for our sequels. So I think we can say that we're an outlier in the movie industry where it comes to sequels. Well, here, cheers to coming to America too. I am in there. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and get into our main topic this week. But first, what's our listener shout out, Jay? So since we're kind of doing a recap of our most favorite episodes of, um, Altino Shay, I figured I'd do a little bit different for a listener shout out. So I wanted to do a listener shout out for um, for the whole year. Who has been our top listeners and where has our support been coming from? So where do you guys think our top three countries um, come from that listen to us? Countries. Yes, we have three different countries. Well, I would hope America. <laughs> yep, that's number one. Where do you think the other two are? Um, I think I remember seeing Japan. Japan has been on there once, but they have not okay. given us the most listeners. So number two is Netherlands. Okay. Welcome Netherlands. Netherlands has been our top number two, our number two listeners of support, and third is Canada. So okay, Canada, I can get so, you here. So now. Canada, so United States, Netherlands, and Canada are our top three countries that listen to all Tino Shade. And what do y'all think the top cities are? Tampa. Correct. That's number one. Orlando. That's number two. Atlanta. Actually, I didn't do number three. I did one with Tampa and Orlando. Oh, I'm not sure. So, oh, so our listener shout outs go to our sippers. Please, thank you guys for listening to all Tino Shade. Um, I didn't even know we had people listening to us in the Netherlands and Canada until last night when I went to do the research. So, we appreciate it. If you want to be a listener shout out, all you have to do is listen to our episodes, interact with us on our social media. And you have the chance to get a shout out. L, what is our social media information? On Instagram, we are All T No Shade Podcast. And on Facebook, you can find our Facebook page, All T No Shade. And we also have a group called All T No Shade Podcast and Family and Friends, excuse me. Um, and always, you can email us at All T No Shade Podcast at gmail.com if you have questions or you just want to talk to us. All right. 
right, let's go ahead and get into the sip of the day, which I think Jay kind of mentioned. We're doing a recap of 2018. Yes. We're doing our phase. We're doing our favorite episode. Our phase of 2018. It's been a good year. Before we get into that, like, on, on reflection, how do you feel in reflection of all Chino shade a year later? A little, it's been like a week, a year and a week by now. It's funny because I was like going back and listening to the old episodes and I just think it's interesting because even my perspective on things have changed. It's so funny yeah. how much a year can you can grow in a year or change in a year. So I was like yeah. listening to our old stuff and I was like, I don't know if I agree with myself now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's been cool to have like that ability to kind of see your growth happening, your manifestation. What about you, TJ? Oh, you came, kind of came in late yeah, in the game. In late, so I'm just enjoying. TJ likes to slide in at the end. Ooh, wow. Well, you know, you still got about <laughs> six episodes, six, seven episodes in. So not too, I mean, late, but it's okay. How you been? So how you been feeling about your your insertion of <laughs> all You just going to keep going with it? I, I know. You just going to keep going in, with it? Slide in an insertion. <laughs> you ain't going to be smooth with it at all? Mm-hmm. I feel as I pump a lot into the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I just mm. threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. But did you swallow? Oh, well, see, you guys just, oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days. <laughs> no, it's been, um, it's been good. I've been appreciating being a part of the show as well as uh, you guys helped me and assist me along the way. So uh, I look for more of the bigger, better things coming in the, the next couple of shows or so. Yeah, I, in reflection of, of the whole year, man, I, I didn't think that, um, I actually didn't know what to expect from all Tino Shade because it was all brand new for 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 all of us when we first started. And I was just like, you know what? I just need to let it go, go with it and, and grow. And so in listening to the uh, previous episodes, um, that's a lot of good information. We did a lot of good talking, a lot of good uh, conversation. And I think that's needed in today's culture. So I'm definitely excited about the future of all Tino Shade. I just want to ask you one question. All right. Who do you think you is? Y'all... Jay walked up in here with a rose gold pin. <laughs> Let's go. A rose Let's gold go. rose Let's go. pin on his shirt. Just that's right. I got that's it. how you feel. I'm going somewhere after this, so okay. you know, I gotta make sure I, I come in there and turn in just a little bit of head. Just walking around with a rose pin. Got the beard done on Friday. Shaved my head this morning. Okay. Actually, that was last night. Oh, that was. This Are morning. you going on a date? Yeah, you have a date or something. No, I don't have no date. What's well, gonna be some pretty women there? Though. Oh, so you trying to you trying to catch something? So I gotta make sure you about to hey. Mama Still always told bait. me, you never know when you might meet somebody, so don't go in there with dirty drawers on. Well, I would hope you just don't walk around <laughs> with dirty drawers, period. How about nah. we just uh, just avoid that? Yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. So can I start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so one of my absolute favorites was Navigating Racial Blindness was episode number two. Do you guys Ooh, do you remember this? episode number two. Okay. Um, so Jay dropped some freaking knowledge on Uh-oh. episode number two. So Uh-oh. Jay gave us 16 quick tips to become a better dater. Ah. 16. Let me read them quick. Uh, all right. That will help you become a better dater. Listen to that sound quality. I mean, 16? <laughs> no. The struggle mics. Find your boo. Obviously, I haven't found my boo, but it makes you a happier dater because you're, you're being authentic to yourself. All right. Here we go. So here we go. Be honest. Number one, be honest about your intention. A. Check. Man. Check. Check. Two, Amen. show genuine interest. Interest in one another. Interest. Mm. <laughs> Three, be available if they are available. Mm. Right? Struggle Don't play games. Four, stand out from the crowd. What's going to separate you from the other people that they all Definitely don't they do that. Five, be yourself. Be authentic. You have to love yourself at the end of the day. Always right? do that. Always. Don't bring true. a representative to the date. Six, pay attention to the red flags. Yeah. They're always there. I pay way too much attention to the red flags. Okay, don't overthink the red flags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this? <laughs> I just say it. I'm in the group. I'm in the group. We talked about this earlier. Seven, clearly communicate. I think it's the biggest one. People don't communicate. Everyone's texting these days, so it's hard to interpret what's being said and what's being Whoa. going on. So clearly communicate. Eight, be appreciative. Appreciate what the people are doing. If someone is taking you out, spending their hard-earned money, a- mm. say thank you. Hallelujah. Yes. 
I was so drunk. <laughs> yes, right. if you're a woman, is cooking you meals. If she's going out of her way for you, if she's so helping you pick up stuff, make life easier yes. for you. Niggas, be appreciative. Learn to take a chance. If the person has seen all your flaws mm. and you've been honest with them, take a chance on them. I no one is perfect. Right. Take mm. a chance. Sometimes you gotta leap. Love Life is not, train. Yeah, love does not come knocking right. on the door. You gotta Life take a chance. Train. Ten, know your worth. Mm. Know mm. your worth. I feel like I'm too worthy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm too good, y'all. Okay, maybe lower your work a little bit. No. Buy your range. All right, so those were some of my absolute, like, faves. I think those are so applicable still. And I think a gem, like an absolute gem that you dropped there was don't bring a representative to the date. Mm -hmm. Like, that is so poignant because, I mean, they always say put your best foot forward, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But part of putting your best foot forward is also still being authentic. And I think Absolutely. people think those things are mutually exclusive when they're supposed to be like it should be together. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that because I mean, you want to like you said, you want to put your best foot forward. And sometimes you 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 probably do things that you really don't do. You, you say you accept things that you normally wouldn't accept. Right. But like you said, you should be true to yourself. You can you can be, put your best foot forward and still don't break your own codes of who you are. Mm-hmm. So that, that's definitely a gem. And I, just, I just want to apologize to the sippers for our, our, our <laughs> horrible sound quality. I do not apologize. In that episode. That is growth right there. That, that is that's absolutely gross. gross. Don't apologize. That's for episode that. number two. That number was two. the struggle, struggle mics. <laughs> All right. So uh, that's a good one. Um, so my first one that we're going to do is uh, unconventional relationships. Um, this was actually one of our top episodes, believe it or not. Um not surprising to me. Yeah, because people, people, sippers love relationship talk. Yeah, I like it when we talk about love. And so, um, or the lack thereof. Or the lack thereof. And so, this one episode, we talk about just different types of relationships. Let's hear that clip. I come home to, but the open relationship allows you to get your physical desires out. Well, let me ask you guys this. Do you feel as though open relationship is selfish? Selfish? Um, I think it can be selfish. I think it can be selfish if the person is only thinking about it from their their, their own benefit. It's mm-hmm. like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, I like you, but I don't like you enough to be solely committed to you. Like, mm-hmm. I want more. And I think from that perspective, but if it's approach like, baby, like, there's something I'm thinking about. How do you feel about it? And we both mutually agree mm-hmm. that that's something that they want to do. I don't think it's selfish in that moment, but I mm-hmm. think it can be selfish because mm-hmm. like a, you can look at it as, as a greed thing for sure. Yeah, I think it can be selfish and selfless. At some point, like if one that's person true. comes to the other and says, hey, this is what I want, and the, the other was fine being in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. then for them to agree, it's a selfless act. It's doing something that they don't necessarily consider prior to yeah. or necessarily was their first choice but they're willing to give it down to the other partner's needs for the other needs to get met um, but yeah it can be selfish I think. So that was definitely uh, one of my favorite uh, gems of that episode. What are your thoughts? Are you, are you still feel the same way about that? About unconventional relationships? Yeah I do. But first can we just talk about the sound quality difference y'all? Yes! <laughs> Did y'all hear the difference? <laughs> Tell Jesus. me y'all heard the difference in that. Look at the evolution, right? Yes. <laughs> Thoughts, TJ? Nah, I still feel the same what I mentioned on that show right there. It was a it was a good show. Um nothing sure. changed about it? Nothing nothing about your about unconventional relationships has changed your perspectives on it? Nah, I had um experienced quite a bit of some things we discussed in there, so I've kind of come to a uh a grounding on how I feel about a lot of things in reference to that. So that wasn't your first episode with us, was it? Was that your first episode? Mm. I feel like it was close to it. Maybe it was close two. to it. It was close to it. I know it, he, yeah. we had him on as a guest once. It, I think it was the first episode Whoa. that aired. I didn't think that that, 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 that that aired. I think it was the first episode <laughs> that aired. Ah, uh, gotcha. Oh yeah, yeah. So we recorded one because we recorded one yeah, and yeah, it yeah. the recording messed up. Right, Absolutely. right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, so go back to the and super, has go back a to great that. memory. Goodness. TJ like has elephant. a uh, T, TJ had a trial run, y'all. Yeah. He did have a trial run. Okay, mine was um one of my favorite ones was episode 24, even though I wasn't on here yet. Okay. That's when you guys was talking about roles, religion, rights and relationships. That was a good one. And uh, one, of, one of our top episodes actually. Let's see a little clip from that. 
expected to do a certain role. I think the thing that, 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 I, that bothers me in most relationships for me personally is always right. the financial part of it. Right. It's like, you know, well, I expect you to be the head of the household. You know, I want you to I want you to help me pay my bills. I want you to help fix my car and do this stuff, but I'm not gonna get that in return. You know what I mean? Right. So but in general, no, because I try to choose very open minded women when whoever I date. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think I've run into that. And I feel maybe I'm wrong, maybe you can correct me on this. I feel like most of the people who truly believe in traditional roles are people who are pretty much very religious. Most yes of them no. are. Is that true? No, I, I don't think so. No? I think most of them are. The one that's like really heavy into it, like yeah. because they brought up a certain way. That's the main part I want to touch on because I agree with Alan. I wouldn't say that everyone, not everyone, but majority of the people who agree with traditional roles or religion is just that some of these people just have a hard, firm stand on some of the things that they've been taught throughout the years. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. pretty much shied away from religion. I'm more spiritual, but some traditional roles I still uh, accept and uh, care for. But um, I have to admit, after discussing certain things with you, Jay, um, I see me kind of like uh, getting away from certain traditions. I was going to ask you if I have been a positive mm. influence on you because when I, no, I'm no, I've known, no, <laughs> no, because <laughs> I've been a, I've been in uh, friends with TJ now for a few years, and uh, when we first first met, and we didn't agree on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and so just like you've seen a lot of growth in me over mm-hmm. the last few years, I've definitely seen a lot of growth in, mm-hmm. in you as well. And so I like to know that I've been a positive influence, even if it's minuscule. I'll take that. Well, let me share this with you. For a while, it was certain things that I was fighting inside of myself, but I never discussed with anyone, not even with my own coach. But after you and I have had certain discussions, it helped me to realize that I'm not the only person or the only man, which I really, I want to say man, because a lot of times we men feel like certain, we're kind of like taboo about discussing certain yeah. things. So I'm glad that we had those discussions because it helped me to open my mind up to a lot of things that have been affecting me a little bit, you know, and uh, uh, it's, it's been good. Oh, so are you a traditional girl? Do you like tra- traditional roles in relationships? I do. Like what? But I think like that what, I, but I, this, is, this is what I do say. I say you can't have one without the other, right? And so, and I don't think, it's, I like tradition, so there's a lot of things that I do that's traditional, but I feel like what works for me and who I'm dating is not going to work necessarily for you and who you're dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to find the balance between the two. But I still feel like the guy should pay when you go out. But then I also feel like in reverse, the woman needs to cook. Mm-hmm. Right? So I feel like there always and seems... You do be cooking your ass off. Thank so. you. So I feel like there has to be a balance, right? Like you can't expect it all that. to be on one thing. So if you're going to accept the traditionalism, then like if you want to be the guy who says like makes all the rules right well then you better be the man who takes care of the entire house right because those things come with that right Right, right. and so i just feel like you if you're going to be traditional your version of traditional then you have to accept both parts of it before we move on do y'all think that i was thinking about this other day do y'all think guys or men who who want to be very traditional want their women to be you know the stay-at-home mom do you think they are a lot of con- like controlling people they want to control the relationship i don't know I, I think it depends on intention i think um like i know some guys who would prefer to have a housewife because they make a substantial amount of money mm-hmm. and they know that they don't have an, a lot of t- spare time and so if you have if you work, you know, 70 hour work weeks, 80 hour work weeks, and then your spouse also works, then there's that conflict. But also I know for a lot of them, it's children. Like they want their children to be raised by someone who has the, the right morality, like the same principles that they have, like who your children are with in their beginning years really does impact who they become. So I know a lot of them just want, their children to be raised by, you know, the mom. And mm-hmm. okay. what about you, JJ? Um, I agree with you because that's from the traditions they learned. I look at myself and I'll put me in this, whereas I realized that at one point I was trying to control the relationship. Mm-hmm. Now I realize, and it's better for me, that I'm learning to, if anything, more at times control situations in the relationship more so than the relationship. Yeah. Because this way we both feel empowered in the relationship. You know, so um, 
Again, I'll put it that way. I think it's hard to find that. It, it's maybe we should do a recap episode of this. I think it's hard to find, especially in today's women, that most women don't want to stay home and do that because most women want to have their own careers and their own, their own money and all that stuff. All right. Okay. All right. So I have a really funny, crazy stat for you guys. Okay. All right. Y'all want to hear a crazy stat? It's my last one. There was an ass procedure every 30 minutes of every day on average. I can see that. That was in Tampa. That's crazy. That Tampa, every man. 30 minutes someone's getting their ass done. That was in Tampa. Wow. We drop, tell you, so we're on this photo shoot, mm. and I didn't know Jay had booties. <laughs> <laughs> booty, booty. That's false. The moment <laughs> of that's false <laughs> of disappointment. <laughs> so, do you guys believe in this crazy stat? I I feel like there's been a trend down actually for like butt shots and booties, Brazilian butt lifts and all that stuff. I feel like it's going away. Not for Madonna. <laughs> did you? Well, whoever did her did a good job, though. It was popping, though. Like, it was popping. Her thighs to her booty ratio was right. Like it looked good. It just Jeez. looked inappropriate for this old lady. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. I, the I think the trend is going down. I think you. I think it starts with first. There's been a lot of negative publicity. Yeah. About the ass deflating. Yeah. And then you have certain celebrities who got their ass done, who got it. Uh, untaken out like um, what's that lady's name k michelle k michelle's famous for having taken off yeah and i I think it's a beautiful thing because at some point i might get you want to you want to look good you want to look you want to modify your body to 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 feel beautiful but i do think there is a fault a a fine line between self-love and uh modifying your body to feel that love but i think that's something that we were debating a lot in that episode we were yeah Mm. I'm glad I wasn't on that one. Why? We would have debated quite a bit on that. You said to feel beautiful. Um, a person should feel beautiful. To be- feel what? He said to feel. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> to feel so what? I had to repeat it. To feel beautiful, okay? Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful, okay. Well, in this case, bootyful, okay? Dang. So with that, a person should feel good about themselves, feel beautiful about themselves. Yeah. That having that lack of self-esteem, that's that lack of self right there, this is why people get those implants and get other things done to them because some reason somewhere along the line they feel like they're lacking in certain areas when it comes within first more so, more so than outside but is it self is it do they not love themselves if they you know they say oh I, i'm i'm flat chested for for example with a woman if she's flat chested and she says well you know i just want to feel more confident right mm-hmm. i want to have i want to get a c or something like that doesn't she still love herself i mean i think we all have things about our bodies that we wish we're a little bit better i don't think it means that we don't love ourselves though i'm not saying don't love yourself so if you have something wrong with your body or something about your body you don't care for why not work out or do something to sit here and fix it but i think that's part of what we talked about is that not everything can be worked out right right? so like if you have a janky nose right you can't work your nose off right you either gotta accept it or you get a change well let's let's use men for example Uh, most men cannot do exercise or anything to say to lengthen themselves their penis right okay so they must accept that implants. or do other things right implants but a lot of men don't do the implants a lot yeah. of men just accept that right? but they should I'm sorry uh, oh. <laughs> no, I don't okay. know that's... rude so that was so that was the self love episode and so hopefully um, separate y'all hear some of these these sound clips and make you want to go listen to these episodes well, that was a good one alright and so the next one I'm I'm going to play for our table is the episode interracial relationships um, it's a great topic um, and that's opposite of obviously black do you guys do y'all have an issue or does it bother you when you see interracial couples um, I mean you can talk about any of them but specifically black and white is that an issue for y'all not me um, when I was uh, when I was young when I just see it, I used to stare, like mm-hmm. someone right, like what's going on. <laughs> so, but as I got older and, and mature, or whatever, I I never really had an issue with somebody dating outside their race. I didn't, and then I did, and now I'm shifting back to not. Nah, but the reason why I shifted. Wait, you said you didn't, then you did. I did. Oh, okay. And because I kept encountering 
interracial like interracial couples mm-hmm. and I actually like was told by like multiple black men that they don't like black women I can't stand that shit because yeah. black women want to fight and like right. just all these stereotypes yeah. and like white women are passive and submissive which I all my white girlfriends ain't none of them passive and or submissive <laughs> so I don't know what y'all talking about I don't think women are really passive anymore and submissive yeah yeah, so that was a uh, thought, a great little conversation that we were having. L, do you still um, feel the same way about that? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I I I agree. I think you should be able to. We should love who we love, and we all realize that color is like imaginary a sm- thing. A small part of who we are. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not a small part because it. They mm. deal so much culturally with who we are, but we, biologically, it's yeah. nothing, right? Yeah, biologically, it's a small Biologically, part, yes. it's nothing, right? It's just yeah. mel- uh, melanin, which is magic, but still, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I think it's more about intention. So if you're dating outside your race because you don't like your race, then that's an issue. But if you're yeah. dating outside your race just because you met someone outside of your race who you vibe with and you connect with and, like, you know, you genuinely mesh well with, then absolutely. So. Yeah. I think my, my, my stance has just got a little bit more refined. TJ, how, what's your thoughts on interracial relationships? And L summed it up, I'm sorry, L summed it up for me by saying if you're dating outside your race because you dislike your race or so, then that is an issue. That's something wrong with you on the inside. Okay, You're not accepting of your own uh, history, your own past, your own family in a way. But I told you, I have no problem with anyone dating outside their race, anyone dating of different genders. It is what it is. That's the, the evolving of culture nowadays. And traditionally, I was taught different. But nowadays, I understand that that was during my time. This time, everything's changing. People are doing more so what they want to see and do out of love and out of uh, a different understanding of what I had back then. So go it'll, for be, it. it'll be interesting to see um, what interracial dating is like back in Virginia, um, you know, eight years later. Because like I, I think I mentioned in the episode when I first moved to Tampa, I saw interracial dating everywhere, and I was pointing it out. And people were like, "Well, that's normal." I said, "No, that's not normal in Virginia. You're like, you see interracial dating, but mm-hmm. not that often." And so, I'll be curious to find out um, going back to Virginia if interracial couples do you see it more? Um, I've never personally had an issue with uh, interracial um, dating. I feel like you find love where you get love, and um, but I agree, like I, I can't mess with anybody. Well, I won't even associate with anyone who talk negatively about their own culture, especially black people. Don't talk bad about black women. Don't talk bad about black men. Point blank. You said you don't listen to them? What, did I say that? No, I said I don't associate with oh, them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll be saying, okay, my yeah, problem. I don't associate well, okay. with them. Oh, that's a good, so that was a good clip. What we got next one? All right. One of mine was, uh, yeah, you guys mine. did. And and, uh, I, I wish I was on this one. It was called Straight Out of the 90s. Straight Out of the 90s. I remember that episode. That was a fun episode. That was a good episode. I wasn't on there. Yeah, that we can was, redo it. Oh, I would love to redo it. <laughs> yeah, we, got a clip for that yeah. for us. Yeah, I'm Tupac, so I'm glad we all agree on that. Oh, you're Tupac too. Yeah. Tupac is, uh, Shut. This is why we are friends, y'all. I felt like that's why I got kicked out of gas ball. Don't fuck around, <laughs> yeah, Biggie. Yeah. This is why we are so good friends. Tupac. Nobody ever likes Tupac versus Biggie. Not where I'm from. Where Biggie. I'm from. Oh. No, and no shade on Biggie. Uh-huh. Biggie, no, no Biggie, Biggie was amazing. No. I like Biggie Black too. Black so, Black too. Black Black Black. It's just that much Tupac, better. You know, when Fight I, me. Go ahead, girl. Tupac started getting hot when I was kind of coming into my own as a teenager. And mm. My mom really grew up. I mean, my mom was super into church, man. So I remember having to hide all my CDs oh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. And I just remember hearing um, the one with uh, Tupac and... Daddy knew? No, about his mama. Dear mama. Dear mama. Yeah, dear mama. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. And that, Brenda's got a baby. Brenda's got a baby. Now, y'all me know, against the world. Now, yeah, I got trivia for you. Okay. You like Brenda got a baby. Yeah, that was a great episode. Um, like I was born in 81, so anything in the 90s for me is like classic. And so I'm one of those people who, who says 90s is the best uh, era ever. Mm. That's because I grew up in that era, per se. Um, but that was a good debate, a Tupac versus Biggie debate. That's never going to change for me. Tupac all the way. All the way. Biggie, baby. Mm-mm. But why Biggie, though? Why Pac? Because he was, <laughs> That's he was, all he it was is. a better lyricist. Mm-mm. I mean, uh, it's a matter of a choice. Matter of opinion. I, love, I, think, I, mean, I, liked, I like a lot of Pac stuff, but love some Biggie. Love some and Biggie. And I'm pretty sure, you know, some people think 80s is better, but it all depends on when you grew up. But... I'm surprised you like 90s so much, L, because you were born. When were you born? Late 80s, right? Yeah. 
And so I don't think you will actually 2000s really yeah, like 2000s when. is your kind of thing. We do 2000s episode. That's what I'm yeah, talking about. We can do about. it. Let's do a 2000s episode. Everything 2000s. Um, is we can get crunk. The early 90s 2000s. Was just fun. The 90s was just fun, man. The music was fun. Hanging out was fun. It was just a good time for me in my life. What's the next one we got? Is it me or the L? It's, it's me. me. Um, so fun. this one I think is pretty interesting. So this was on putting yourself on blast on social media. Ooh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you guys think about checking in? Is that putting yourself on blast? Is it something you still do? You're mad, so you're I, not considered about. Are I, you not um, concerned? I don't. Um, I don't anymore as much. Like even like my last trip, I, it was just Atlanta, but I didn't check in anywhere until like I knew I was on my way back. Because mm-hmm. I I do think like that. I think people try to break into your house and all that type stuff, and and just other otherwise just other people just being nosy. Point period. But I'm not big on checking in. I mean, I check in at the gym. Lies and deception, no. you check it all the time. <laughs> no, I can't. Lies and deception. I'm calling complete and total bullshit. Please <laughs> know what happy hour you at, Jay. Uh, I'll be calling you out. That's checking in. All right. So. L is dangerous, man. <laughs> Don't come in with no false shit because she would definitely call you out on it. I will say in hindsight, I do check in quite a bit. Okay, okay. thank you. All right, a year later, I will admit that I yes. check in quite a bit. <laughs> so how are you guys with, like, TJ, do you check in? You already know the answer. You already know the answer. Even okay. on social media. I'm, like, I'm on social media. I just don't check in. Mm-mm, not at all. I, I, yeah. mm. It's so hard not to sometimes. Like, I get the, like, I get the idea to do it. But for me, I'm a woman. So, you know, like, the, there's always a concern about safety. So yeah. they say you never should check in because you're telling people, like, that you're not home, you know, or yeah. you're telling people where you are so that if they have malintent, they can come and find you. Mm-hmm. But. It's hard when you're like in a place that you're like having a good time at. I want I want to sh- I want other people to know the places I go so they can say, "Oh, I remember Jay went here. Let me go mm-hmm. check this spot out." Because I mean, I've had people say, "Hey, Jay, thanks for checking in this spot. I didn't, I've never been to that coffee shop before, and I went there and it was amazing." Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's kind of where where I do. Um, but I I think I will I will say that I've gotten away from checking in with other people with me mm-hmm. right like i won't i'll check in but i won't check in and, and tag them in the in the check-in because mm-hmm. everyone is not okay with being t- uh checked in with where they go so facts all right so um the next one i have is one of our popular uh, episodes as well is communication in relationships and so this was the one we just kind of did recently a few weeks ago um that actually had over 160 listens on soundcloud the phone and talk to me and -hmm. see how they feel but everyone's not like that and so i've had to learn how to dial it back a little bit and say okay this is where this person is they are more comfortable texting or or whatnot instead of calling or asking to see me in person so i've had to learn how to just dial that back some but at the same time express myself say look i understand that you're better in this version of communication but here's where i'm better at i need you to kind of meet me somewhere in the middle can you meet me Halfway. This like is a, what we need to not do in 2019. Is my random singing? <laughs> we can like no. we can leave that in 2018. Keep it. We enjoy that. So, so, so communication and relationships. So um, I think it was a popular topic because I think we all one are trying to navigate our way through relationships. Right. Um, and two, we know understand that communication is an issue across the board. Is there anything since the episode that you've taken in to say, how oh, maybe I can communicate in a different way? I mean, communi- communication is definitely something that evolves. Right. And it changes with every person. Every, every Everyone's different. You can't communicate the same way to everyone. And so, but yeah, that was one of, my, um, one of my favorite episodes that we've done so far. Communication and relationships. I do like that episode. That was a good episode. All right. Another good show that I enjoyed with you guys was, that you guys did, was Double Standards. Um, compared yeah. to a dollar for men. So women are still making less than men. Yeah, for doing the same job. For Absolutely. doing yeah, the exact yeah. same job. So yeah, it's still significant. That's a statistic number? Yes. No, yeah. that's pretty true. That's why, I think that's why President Obama tried to do the, um, the he put some kind of um, law into mm. effect to help, you know, get women better pay. Mm. And so, Mitigate it, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. I don't know. I just, I personally do not. In my profession, I, I know that, like, I've looked at, I looked at the statistics, and based on, like, what women make versus what men make, yeah. in the, like, at the tenure that I'm at, there's a 
a $25,000 difference. Really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That's huge. Yeah. Somebody huge. doing the same job. The same job. And then mm-hmm. you got to Go ahead, pick it up. Still crazy. That was a good show. Uh, one part in the show that I like with um, the Elwes discussion was about, uh, well, both you guys, you and uh, Jay were discussing, was uh, about women not having babies, being selfish to women, having the ability. I'm sorry. When we was talking about women and men, uh, especially when it comes to skills in bed, and L mentioned about uh, calling men whack skills mm, in bed. Yeah. And Jay mentioned about us not having the ability to sit here to really discuss their skills in bed, you know. So L, why you consider some men whack in bed? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a Christian. Uh, let's, let's go back. Let's I cue that part she fresh, said. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. I have been freshly wow. awashed in 2019 <laughs> as of January 1st. Wow. Oh, awashed in what? A wash in the blood of Jesus. I do Amen. think that's still. You know, I'm going to call her out for lying right now, okay? She always getting on you about lying. Look at her. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's a huge double standard, though. And you, and you see it all the time. It's like, it is a huge double yeah, standard. Yeah, it's like you can talk you can talk shit about us not being good or being, you know, coming quick, uh, you know, not being able to hit certain positions. It's like, well, women don't always be that good in bed, too. Mm-hmm. But you don't see us blasting about it. Here's part of it also. No matter how good a man might have been, Hit the hit the spot. Did everything that you was about to say something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it rated PG twelve, uh, y'all. Hit the boozy. Hit no. the <laughs> No matter how good he was, if he do anything that gets on the wrong side of her, trust me, it will come out that he was small, he was black yep. or whatever. No yep. matter how good he was, yeah, absolutely. And, and then his reputation. He has to rebuild it up. Yeah, and sometimes it can be man. fun rebuilding it. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it, it can be because you know the friends be curious. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was a good episode. The double standard episode. The host speak. <laughs> Why is she talking about you, Jerry? <laughs> Why is she talking hey, about you? <laughs> back in the day, I was definitely probably a little bit of a hoe, so it's okay. Not now though. I'm a good Christian boy. There you go, line again. Okay, what's the next one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do. Okay. All right, so um, all right, so this one is a little funny. Okay, I'm ready for it. Sippers, hopefully you've enjoyed these these throwback episodes. Tomorrow we're going to Chattanooga, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's been a good week. You going solo? Yeah, like you said last week. That's right. Solo, going solo, and he's looking for a boobie. He's looking for a boobie. A Chattanooga boobie. Chattanooga boobie. I don't know where that's going to come from. But you never know. I'm going to go out there. She's going to come out of the woods. She's going to come with Instagram thing around her head. She's going to come out of the woods. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. I'm going to shoot my shot every day in Chattanooga. They don't know me. Stay black, though. Oh, you're LV. We're going to move past the Chattanooga Bay. I can't with either one of y'all right yeah. now. Y'all was so serious. That, um, was, a male, that was a male male conversation. Ooh, yeah. I can, I can. So, what episode was that? <laughs> that was on Would You Rather. Uh, and we were talking about your Chattanooga boobie, which Chattanooga we talked boobay. about for our, like outside of the podcast for a little minute. It was yeah, hilarious. I did not get a Chattanooga boobie in that. that you did weekend. not, but you tried. Uh, but I love the male to male conversations that I get like sideways slid into because yeah. y'all forget that I'm here. Y'all just be going off onto full man world and just be like, oh, she's still here. But um, that Would You Rather was actually a pretty fun episode. And I have one that we did that I think, TJ, you need to answer. Oh, okay. I know that I'm answering. All right. So I think this was the hardest one that we had from that episode. Would you rather a horrible short-term memory or a horrible long-term memory? Hmm. I know, it was hard, right? Initially, I would say short-term memory, initially, but... A horrible short-term memory, yeah, okay. I'd rather, I'd rather have a horrible short-term memory, yeah. All right. What did I answer on that? I won't even remember answering that Yeah, one. we we both, I think, said that we would yeah. rather a horrible short-term. Yeah, because I... I think you changed your mind, though. You went, you actually went horrible long-term, because you mm. were like, I want to live in the moment. I probably did. I probably <laughs> and did. then you switched it. Now think about it, in, you know, in that question now is like long term, man. Like, as you get older, I would want to hold on to those memories. The wisdom. That's what we came back. Yeah, that's what we came down to. Know, like the short term memory is like, oh, I forgot to call you back yesterday. Oh, you told me this yesterday. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. 
but long term, like, and that's a little scary, right? As you get older, you, our memories do fade. Yeah. So I always wonder what memory am I, am I not going to remember as I get older? Like, I have conversations with my mom now. I'm like, Mom, do you remember when I was this age and I did this and you would like, you beat my ass or whatever? She was like, I don't remember that. What are you talking about? I'm like, oh, you don't remember it? You don't remember well, now it? now you don't yeah. know. But she legit don't remember a certain thing. And she doesn't have Alzheimer's or anything. It's just her me- memory fades. You, you sure she really just... They want to admit it. Yeah. It's possible. That's a, Mama Noetic. That's factual. Okay. All right. So I'm going to do one more. So my, um, we're going to do the stand your ground one. Um, so this is one of my favorite ones because it's really at this time when we did this topic, it was a hot topic in, in the United States because uh, someone had just um, in the Clearwater had gotten shot. And this is when we had um, Bridget the Gold Coach on. Mm-hmm. Look at that video. That guy got pushed. He had at least three seconds to choose, shot that guy. Right. And so, based on what I've talked to, like my friend, my roommate's a lawyer, mm-hmm. and the, her friend is actually representing Marquise McLaughlin. Okay. And they basically said, you know, stand your ground does not apply to this guy because he had the opportunity. Marquise was not over him, continuing to beat him, continuing to threaten his life. He pushed him and kind of backed up. Yeah, he did, he did back up. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things, because I think stand-your-ground law, unfortunately, only really applies to white Americans. I don't think it applies to black people. Black people, we can't shoot somebody and say, stand, stand your, we did it for stand-your-ground. Never works out that way. Yeah, so I agree. I think it's, it, it's really such a subjective law, because it it's all your interpretation of your threat to safety. Right. I can, I, I, but if you go and pick a fight just to cause a threat to your safety and right. then want to call stand your crown, stand your ground. I think that's ridiculous. And I also feel like there's this George Zimmerman esqueness about exactly a person is. who walks around with a gun right. on a random Sunday and picking fights. That's Which, basically yeah, what exactly, he did. Exactly if you were to what it is. mind your own damn right. business, like why are you the policeman of the handicap spots? I think it should be something like, yeah, so that was that was a good episode, and we had yeah. some really great, deep conversation around stand, stand your ground. Any thoughts on that, um, TJ? Because I think you had just uh, started listening to us then. Um, I did. Um, man, it's that's taking me back right now to that uh, that show you guys did. It was a good one. Uh, listening to what uh, she had to say about that, the George the George Menesque type of uh, mentality that a lot of people, these some of these people out here have, is so true. But that also applies to police. Because they pretty much go around the same way, feeling that they have this right and this ability to do things, especially to black people out here. And this is why we see a lot of uh, shootings to blacks, because of them having that. So, it was a good show. Real good one. Yeah, and just um, for people so people know, that, that um, case is still going on. Nothing's been decided on it. Um, that guy is currently in jail, thank goodness, um, while the case, the case is going on. Sandra Ground... I don't know if it's ever going to go away. Yeah, I, I made a good point. It's not, it's not something that, that I feel like black people can get away with through the standard ground law. I don't. I mean, I think of a black person. I mean, look how long it took them to actually charge the police officer who killed the guy in his own house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it took a hot minute to actually charge her for, like, breaking, entering into somebody else's home shooting them in their own bed mm-hmm. like yeah it doesn't apply to black people yeah so um those are some of our favorite episodes from year one of all tino shade podcast can i add one more and we're not gonna play no clip from but i want everybody everybody our listeners to listen to listen to black card revolt that oh, was yeah. a great show they had on there so you have a great time with that one okay? that was a fun one we try, to find, we try to find fun ones to do we need to do a game we need to do a game one um, with TJ, see how that how that goes. That's true. I'm boring, man. I don't get right on the. the I mean, I agree that you're boring. <laughs> you don't. All right, guys, you. let's go ahead and move into my least favorite part of the Your show. Most favorite. That sounds. That sounds that about sounds right. right. All right, so sippers. You should know how this goes by now, but just in case you you don't, and this is your first time listening to Altino Shake. I'm about to play five songs from anywhere from really 90s to current, right? TJ and L are going to play against each other. It's on them to... I'm um, getting off of this. No, you're not. Yes, I am. It's on them to guess who the artist is or the song is before one another and before you. 
All right. You can find these songs on our Spotify playlist, All Tino Shade. And um, all right. Are you guys ready? And by the way, TJ has not won a See, round that, yet. That, that's that's not right. Um, that, so is not, that is not L right. L has been spanking this that is ass. This last week. Well, actually, I like when L does that. Oh, gosh. It feels go. good. She got to tie me up sometimes, too. Shay, you good? All right. So the first song came out in 2003. Let's get it. Zippers, do you know? Music Soul Child? No. Donald Jones? Outback? No, what's his name? Outcast. There you go. Outcast. Let it ride off for you. You got it. I knew it when the first time I was going to be damn name. And you said Outcast. I'm like, Outcast, let's do it. So, how many Grammys has Outcast won? If you had to guess, how many? Four. Four, good guess. Um. He, they have won six Grammys. Six, okay. Six Grammys. So that's so that's really Andre uh, 3000 some song, yeah. but it's on the Outcast album. All right, one zip. L had it. She just said it wrong. She's an Outback. You trying to go to Outback? I had Outback yesterday. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Greedy girls. All right. So the second song came out in 2008. L, this is your era. It's a great artist, by the way. Brandy. No. 2008. Yeah, she's done by then. I tried 1998. I know the song. John Legend. There you go. That's a great song. TJ, you know this song? You know the voice? I know the voice. Yeah, now, but John Legend. So this song is His called. His entire album was fire. Yeah, this song is called Satisfaction. Um, how old was John Legend when he began playing the piano? Twelve. No, he was younger. He was. He was like. Was, was it? I want to. I'm going four. But he was Not young. that young, but close. Okay. Seven. He was seven okay, years yeah, he old. Was real young, yeah. All right, so it was one one. All right, but mm. we got a tie for once. Mm. This next song came out in 1990. It's popular, L. I got, you gonna know it. Play this record as frequently as possible. Oh, fuck. Then, as it becomes easier for you. Janet Jackson. Michael no. Jackson. No. The Jackson. No. Bobby Brown. No. Tony. 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 There it is, Tori, Tori, Tori. Turn up a little bit, Shay, just a little bit. You know why I said, mm. you know why? It feels good, L, don't it? So, what? It feels good to actually get points. Ooh, what genre of music is this song considered? Trick question. What genre of music is this song considered? No, it's considered New Jack Swing. New Jack right, Swing. Because it had, um, what's his name? He had his sound to it. Cuddy Rowley. Cuddy Rowley. Cuddy yeah. Rowley actually created um, the New Jack Swing. You can hear that, that sound in there. All right, so it's 2 1. 2 1. Hey, I got faith in you in this one, though. This next one. TJ's up for the first time since no, joining the no, show. No, I was up one time. Oh, I was okay. right back. You felt like yeah, I cheated she you. Came back. No, yeah, I did. But <laughs> she <laughs> came back and she won. All right, so this next song came out in 2011. Up is a little bit higher. Trey song? Toy Lane. And the only thing I tell him is I'm living for the present and the future. Don't that boy right there. So baby, take your clothes off. The chance like you may nope. never get to show off. Show off. Brent Fias. Nope. do you know? Popular guy. Canada. Weekend. There you go. That's the weekend? Yep. That's off his very first album. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I was like, it's this whiny. Weekend has a whiny voice. That didn't sound like him to me. His very first album, I can't think of the name of it, but it's called Loft Music. Loft Music. So the weekend has a new song out called Lost in Fire, and the internet thinks he's taking a shot at Drake. Because in the song, the chorus says, I just want to have a baby with the right one. And he could never be the type to hide one. And so they don't know if that line is a shot at Drake. That's not. Or if he's just doing it. He's trying to start something. All right, so it's 2-2. 2-2, here we go. This is for the winner. This is for the, the all the marbles. This is for the Super Bowl, the championship. Are you ready? We bring it on. L, are you ready? 
This song came out in 2000. Common. There Common. you go. Oh, we finally got a victory over here. Oh, Congratulations. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so this will give, give, give the good Lord thanks for me. <laughs> so this song is Common. The song is called Light. So it is said that this song is about Common's girlfriend at the time. Who was his girlfriend? Erica Badu. There you go. Oh. Erica Badu. All right. Congratulations to Mr. Tyrone Jones That's himself. It's a new year, man. The score is now four to one. That's a good job. Bring we it got on. One, though. It's a new year. I, I know. I'm, I'm ex- and with that win, I now quit. As a loser? You're still losing. No, though. no, no. I won. That's a win. That's how you do it. We're happy for you, but else not. All right. What we got next? Well, let's keep it with TJ. Toast to wisdom. Toast to, Toast to, no, hold on, it's not TJ. It's with Velvet Jones. <laughs> no, it's TJ. Hip tight roll. Well, toast to wisdom. I'll just use this wisdom from this win right here. So tell people oh, that wow. when you win something, you quit while you're ahead. No, but not. you're behind still. <laughs> I won today. Yeah, but you're still behind, Sometimes, like significantly. You know so you know what? Uh, am I so b- you want to quit while you're no, behind? No, hold up. So I'm behind you, right? It's a good place to be. Oh, so, with that right. being said, uh, don't start. You be a gracious uh, uh, winner. I did. She gonna talk about behind. So let's, let's I'm not there. gracious ever. So I'm just joking. I have no problem. What's your, what's your toast to wisdom? Toast to wisdom. I have a good one for us today, okay. and it's a good one for us to understand. All right. I have a good one today for us. We do not learn from experience. We learn from reflecting on experience. We don't learn from. I can appreciate that. It takes some level of processing, right? Exactly. So you can be in situations, you can actually create the situations, but if you don't take a minute to like find that you're the common denominator or find out what the common denominator is, then you'll never learn from it. Exactly. You can go through the experience, but unless you look back on it and really reflect on what has transpired and give thought to it, you will then learn from it. I think I'm, I think I over self-reflect sometimes. So I think that's probably... I don't know if I ever believe self-reflection can be a negative thing. However, I do think that over-reflection can hinder you, right? In the sense of if you always take all the blame, Mm -hmm. if you self-reflect, oh, I could have did this better, I could have did this better, oh, this this was my fault. It's like at some point, you got to say, you know what? I lived in the moment. I was there. I self-reflected, but don't always take blame. And I think for me, from my personal standpoint, I over I over self reflect and I always say, man, I could have did this, I could have did that, and sometimes you just gotta say it wasn't your fault. It was just okay to me personally. Mm-hmm. So, but I think it's a I think it's a great great quote, and I think everyone should always self reflect on situations to in order to improve your life. All right, so that is toast to wisdom with Mr. Velvet Jones, Pimp Jap, Pimp, Pimp Tyrone, Pimp Tyrone. Yes, yes, say it right though. Yes, <laughs> say it right. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's, let's get into what show is. What show is. What show Ooh, what is. Good, what show is. What show is then? So my ish is, and it kind of um, piggybacks on um, the episode we just did a throwback on um, checking in. And so, have y'all seen the show Dexter? Yes. A couple times, yes. All right. So that's not my ish, but my ish is this show on Netflix called You, right? And so You is um, very similar to Dexter. Um, it's new, it's trending on all social media, and it's about a young man who goes to extreme measures to insert himself into a woman's life. And so he basically is stalking her, and she doesn't know that he's stalking her, and he's doing all these things to make her become his woman. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a very creepy um, uh, show, but it's an amazing show at the same time. And so, if you're looking for a good show to binge watch, you, Y O U on Netflix, the Netflix original. Um, I think you enjoy. And that's my ish this week. 
Gotta check out. I know you had mentioned that. It's a pretty good-ish. Mm-hmm. You in the movies. Great. I am. You it's mentioned that on um, social media, and I asked you what movie were you referring to, and you said you, so I have to check that out. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's better than um, Bird Box. <laughs> that dumbass movie <laughs> that everyone had was watching. But have you yeah. seen people doing the blindfold challenge now? Yeah. Some young lady did the blindfold challenge got an and got into an accident. Absolutely. People. Be smarter, man. Like Everything does not have to be a challenge, right? Just be smart. Like, why are you doing a blindfold child while you driving the car? Why are you just being stupid? Elle, what's your ish? My ish this week is this book. It's called Chakra Healing, A Beginner's Guide to Self-Healing Techniques that Balance His Chakras. It's by Margarita Alcantara. Uh, it's a pretty... Say that fast three times. I know. I can't. I've just started it, but it's been pretty good so far. So if you're an empath, like, so if you can take on or read people's emotions... Um, it's probably a good book for you. Um, or if you're just concerned about like just alignment, that's my like thing for 2019. Like my go word or word of power is alignment. I'm trying to get everything aligned. So, um, so far this book has been pretty good. Yeah. What about you, TJ? Mine is a delicious snack that you just had. Okay. Well, there we go. Mm -hmm. Um, it is good. They call it, they buy made good and they are. Chocolate chip granola minis, and it's a little healthy snack, which is pretty good. They come in a um, berry, banana, nut, Burry. chocolate chip, berry, bar, bar, and um, they're pretty good. So I enjoy those four little snacks. So remember, I know. wanted to also say that in that sounds familiar. He didn't say common; he said Carmen. <laughs> Carmen, <laughs> Carmen, wow, Carmen. She is throwing but some I'll, I'll let right it go. I'm, I appreciate it because shade. she's doing what my toaster was on. She's reflecting back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's, that, that's some that's some good. Ish. So while you're watching you, and you at in between episodes, you can pick up pick up the book, read a book, and you can also snack See, on you made by you. What's it called? Uh, made good chocolate chip granola minis. See, we bring it all together for you. Look at that. Just full circle. Yes. And then if you want to go ahead and get a cup of coffee with some Baileys, I mean, <laughs> just round it out. I'm just saying. I need some liquor. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. Let's go ahead and get into our final sip. Any final sips, gentlemen? I have a final sip. Oh, you know, you know I got a final sip. You always got a final sip. Y'all ain't got nothing? Well, you go ahead. Let's see what you got for us. Simple. R. Kelly. Simple question for you. Is it possible to separate the man from the music? Um, I don't I don't think so. I think especially with when you're an artist and you're a music and so and you're a writer especially, so so much of what you're writing is based on your experiences, like age ain't nothing but a number, going down ain't nothing but a thing. Like, hello, R. Kelly been telling us he's been a creep for a hot minute. I mean, he calls him the Pied Piper. Right, you know I mean? it, exactly. He calls a Pied Piper Pied Piper, which is like this, you know, childhood story about a guy who literally, like, gets little children to come in so he can, like, take advantage of them, right? Like, mm. he's not trying to be low-key about it. He's being as blatant as humanly possible. Um, and so I think... I don't think you can separate in this case. Uh, Tell the truth now. When it comes to a certain Tell the truth and shame the devil. That's right. Say, uh, a lot of people, let's look at it this way. A lot of people like Bill Cosby. Can you separate him from the Cosby show and some of his movies? I stuff? do. Okay. So with R. Kelly, I still, I have, I have, I can't say I still listen, I, I still listen to his music, but I still enjoy his music. But as this continue to deepens, uh, it probably will change my opinion and how I feel towards that. Have any of you guys watched a docuseries? No. I haven't watched it because, and I say this on my Facebook, is I don't need to watch a docuseries to understand that it's a deeper issue in R. Kelly and that he's yeah, a pedophile. Yeah. He's, been, right? like, he's been telling us for a while. And so I... What's the, what do you mean d- deeper issue? Like he has issues. Like, I don't need... Like, when I saw, when I saw him pissing on a 15-year-old girl... Yeah. A long How time did he ago. get away with that? Like, there's this, there's this thing, and I think it might be true. Like, so it's it's the idea that black women, especially, but like Bass. the black community, we are so sensitive to black men, especially like being the scapegoats. That even when they're doing wrong, we will still support them. Yeah, and so. I kind of think that's true because like you have these people who are in our community. I mean, even Bill Cosby, it's been years. It's, it took a how long and how many people have come out like 
dozens of people have come out throughout the years about Bill Cosby. It took forever for him to even like go to court and get sentenced, you know? Um, same thing with, with, with R. Kelly. We all saw that, that movie. Like we all saw the, the little the porn of yeah. him peeing on this girl and it was clearly him. Like, yeah. And here's, and here's the thing. Um, his, his streams have only gone up since the docuseries. So yeah. me personally, I will not listen to anything new of R. Kelly. Right. But I am also one of the people who believe that you can separate the two. Like, I still watch Bill Cosby show. The Cosby show was a great childhood thing for me coming up. I don't have to, uh, I don't have to be for um, rape. But does it concern you that these people are getting money based on your watching? Like, and at some level, because you are still engaging with them, you are sponsoring them. You're supporting them. I mean, that's true. However, should we stop doing all the things that we love or that we that we enjoy because of someone's personal history? Because there's a lot of people out there that's doing a lot of dirt that we don't know about. And so, let's like, just like Kanye, like. I love Kanye. Well, right. I almost said I love Kanye. I love Kanye's music. Music, yeah. Right? And so, but I understand that Kanye has a a mental issue going on right now. And right. so I don't have to, I'm not, I'm not supporting the mental side of that, but it doesn't mean I have to stop listening to his music. But I think Kanye and R. Kelly are very different. Like, R. Kelly is literally like a monster <laughs> you know what i mean like what he's doing to these little girls and yeah. they're little like if you, you haven't seen the docuseries but they're 14 like yeah. babies barely at all have grown into anything and so i think he's very different than like uh, kanye west where you just don't agree with his principles and his yeah. ideology like i don't agree with kanye but i'll still listen to kanye's music maybe not his new stuff but mm-hmm. i'll listen to his old stuff still i feel fine with still like him getting money off of me listening. I don't feel fine with supporting R. Kelly in any way because that money is used to confine and enslave little children. <laughs> like, And yeah. so anytime you listen to him, you are literally putting money in his pocket and that's the money he's using to keep on hiring lawyers, to keep on settling claims outside of court, to keep hush money. And like, this is what is using to funnel his empire. Yeah, I mean, I don't, dis- I don't disagree with any of that. What's I- your favorite R. Kelly song, though? That's um, the real, that's the real gag. Because R. Kelly has some hits, y'all. I will say, um, bump and grind. Bump and grind was good. What, what twelve play? Twelve play. Oh man, that, that yeah, that whole thing was yeah. Good. yeah. So, but what's your absolute fave? Everybody got a real. F- mm, I don't see nothing wrong. Exactly. There you go, bump and grind. Mine's mm-hmm. down low. Down mm, keep it on the, yeah, down gotta low. keep it on the. Don't 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 go listen to the. Don't the songs, go listen to it though. By the way, but no, I, I just I'm just not a fan of the whole council the council culture. That's what I'm not very. Fan yeah, of. I don't I don't believe in cancel culture, but I just there's certain things there's certain I guess boundaries that once you cross it, it's a hard for me to come back for. All right, all right. With that, guys, I'm gonna go ahead and call this sip session done. Holla.